Hey everybody, this is Chris McDaniel, the lead pastor here at Trinity, and glad to be with you for our weekly podcast during the Easter season. Today I'm going to read, or reread, I guess, uh, Revelation 4, which is the passage we looked at on Sunday, and then just share a few things. So not preach a sermon so much as just share some ideas that I think are connected to this Easter season. John writes this, After this I looked, and there in heaven a door stood open, and the first voice, which I had heard speaking to me like a trumpet, said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. At once I was in the Spirit, and there in heaven stood a throne with one seated on the throne. And the one seated there looks like jasper and carnelian, and around the throne is a rainbow that looks like an emerald. Around the throne are 24 thrones, and seated on the thrones are 24 elders dressed in white robes with golden crowns on their heads. Coming from the throne are flashes of lightning and rumblings and peals of thunder, and in front of the throne burn seven flaming torches, which are the seven spirits of God. And in front of the throne there is something like a sea of glass, like crystal. And around the throne and on each side of the throne are four living creatures full of eyes in front and behind. And the first living creature was like a lion, the second like an ox, the third like a face with a human face, and the fourth like a flying eagle. And the four living creatures, each with them six wings, are full of eyes all around and inside. Day and night without ceasing they sing, Holy, 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 the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to the one who is seated on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before the one who is seated on the throne and worship the one who lives forever and ever. They cast their crowns down before the throne, singing, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, as we navigate our way through this Easter season, I just pray that you would give us the grace to see truth and reality. Uh, God, that you would give us the grace to to be settled in the fact that you are who you say you are. Uh, Lord, I pray that we would live as Easter people in light of that truth in Jesus' name. Amen. So I really just want to highlight a a thing or two. It felt important, though, to read the passage. I, I think we need to train our ears to hear the word and to, to sit and listen to it. So I hope that you were edified just by simply hearing the authoritative word, word of Scripture there. But here's what I want to say. Um, when John looks, he sees a throne and one seated on the throne. And for you and me, because we hear king imagery uh, in the Bible and uh, maybe familiar with, you know, all, all the kings and queens that are in our world today and modern equivalents, we don't think about uh, what that means enough when we see that God is seated on a throne that speaks to us of a settled authority. And I think one of the most important things for us to consider, especially as we face uncertainty and upheaval in our own lives, is that God is not upheaved. He is settled in his authority. And that means that you and me can rest even when we are facing uncertainty. Even in this place that I'm in right now, I find myself sitting with lots of uncertainty. I'm sure the same is true for you, where we don't know what's going to happen next, or maybe we feel disappointed or disillusioned. And I think we need to take comfort in the fact that our our Father is seated on the throne, meaning he doesn't have more work to do to establish his authority and his dominion. He He's done that work, and so he's able to be in a resting place of authority. And for me, that actually matters, and it, it means something because we're in a place where very little feels settled. God is settled. Politics not settled. 
um, the future of the world always up in the air, but God is, is settled. And so what does it mean for you and me to pray and worship and follow a God who is in a settled place of authority? I think it means that when you're facing uncertainty or disappointment, God is not scratching his head in anxiety. Uh, we may find ourselves doing that, but God is actually in a settled place and he has a sense of where stories are headed. And I think that one of the things that maybe we need to think about um, is that God knows and he is in control and he possesses authority. And the last thing I want to say is this. Um, I don't know who those elders are. You know, I'm sure smarter people than me have really reflected. Every, every time I think too deeply about the details of the book of Revelation, I find myself more confused, not less. So I, I can, I'm not going to give you a, an, an excursus there on what those 24 elders, who they are and whatnot. But what I do know is that they are surrounding the throne. They're always singing and worshiping, and they're, they're wearing crowns and then casting their crowns down before God as they worship. And I've been thinking about that lately. Um, they cast their crown down, but before you're able to cast a crown down, you got to wear a crown and own a crown and, and, and know you have one. And I think this is true for the elders, but I think it's also true for us that the Lord has endowed each and every one of us with gifts, and we need to know what those are. We need to wear them comfortably. We need to know that we've been given gifts and endowed with uh, influence and authority and um, all kinds of good things that come from God. And then when we are in the place of worship, of worship, we take those things, those gifts, those um, uh, places of authority or power, and we, we place them before God. We lay them down to take a low posture. And I would just say to you that that's your call to wear your crown and then cast it down and then wear your crown and then cast it down, that we're able to, to live in our influence and yet place it before God when we're in worship. So I pray that you would do that today. I pray that you would find some space to say, God, thank you for the gifts that you've given me. Help me, Lord, to cast those gifts before you, to lay them down and then take them up again. Uh, that's the gift, I think, the flow, the rhythm of what it means to be an Easter person. Father, I bless my friends and I ask for your grace. I pray that you would help us to live into the truth of who you are and what you are, that we would say yes to you, God, even in these days that seem so uncertain. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.